Welcome to the Host a Pro podcast, where we interview the world's top e-commerce experts and bring you their stories and lessons to help you grow your business. In this episode, I sat down with Amazon Ads with Destiny Wishan. As a co-founder of Better AMS, Destiny has spent five years focusing on Amazon Ads and Amazon Ads only. I think it's fair to say that when it's come to the world's largest marketplace, she's the person to talk to. She offers great insights into the unique mindset of consumers that come to Amazon and how that affects the content of your ads. She helps us understand the amazing value that an Amazon ad can provide and how you, as an e-commerce brand, can use them to thrive. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode of Hosted Pro, where disruptive influencers talk about e-commerce marketing. Today, we have Destiny Wishon with us. Hey, Destiny. Hello. Excited to be here. Excited to have you with us today, and great to meet you. Uh, today, we're going to speak about Amazon, PPC, and DSP for e-commerce brands, right? We are. It's a fun topic right now. Amazing. So just before we jump into the topic, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? About how did you get to be so much focused on Amazon? Yeah, of course. So my name is Jesse O'Shawn, and I'm co-founder and CEO of Better AMS. Better AMS is an Amazon advertising agency focused strictly on scaling Amazon ads. So it's the only thing that we do, which is, you know, we can go really deep on it when we're not spread thin across everything else in the industry. And I have been managing Amazon ad campaigns for five years now, which doesn't sound like a lot, you know, in the big picture. But when you look at Amazon in general, it's, I can't believe where the time's gone. Like, this is all yeah. I've done for five years now. So. Wow. Um, so tell us a little bit more because, you know, at the beginning when Amazon just got started, there, were, there wasn't a lot of PPC. And it seems like now everyone is running PPC and in large budgets. So what made it so you know, important to, to run these days? Yeah, I think in the beginning, one, the ad platform in itself wasn't that developed. So there was kind of just a lot of small things that weren't using. You primarily had sponsored product ads, which for those who aren't aware, those are the ads that look just like an organic listing on Amazon. When you search for something, it's the ads that look just like a regular placement. So that was where everyone focused on, and there wasn't a ton of competition. You know, I, I feel like vendors didn't have a lot of buy on buying on Amazon because it was not a lot of margin. Yeah. So you had brands that were like, oh, I don't want to get on Amazon. Like, I don't have any margin there. So all of these small brands had such a big competitive advantage, they were really able to scale quickly. Um, in recent years, really uh, COVID was also a major catalyst of this. We've seen bigger and bigger brands move onto the platform because their retail presence got shut down. So they had these budgets that were set aside for Walmart and Target, and they were like, oh my gosh, no one's going into stores. Let's move that to Amazon. So in the last year alone, Amazon's gotten so much more competitive. Advertising costs are going up, but that just makes it more fun than our end. <laughs> a little bit more of a challenge. Cool. And so what would be, you know, the most important things to, to do before you start running PPC on Amazon? And what are the common mistakes you see and brands do? I think the most important thing is to understand the mindset behind Amazon ads. So when people are used to Facebook and when they're used to Google, they typically go in with mindset that's kind of different. 
those platforms are more disruptive. You're taking someone that's scrolling Facebook and serving that in the hopes that they purchase. So you're going to have different ROAS expectations. On Amazon, it's amazing because you're serving an ad exactly where someone's purchasing. It is one of the most powerful platforms you can bid on across all the ad types. If, I would probably say a little more because if someone's looking for, you know, running shoes on Google, they may be looking for articles, blogs, YouTube videos. If someone types in running shoes on Amazon, they're looking at purchasing, which makes that but when you understand that mindset, you can actually select your campaigns a little bit better and they're a little bit more valuable. So that's probably one of the most important things is truly understanding the value of an Amazon ad. Um, and for biggest mistakes they see, typically thinking that they can transfer their knowledge from Google or Facebook directly to Amazon. It's just quite a bit different in terms of advertising, setup, things like that, and the mindset thing that makes it not as easy of a transition as people think. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, the types of, you know, PPC and DSP campaigns that you can run on Amazon today and what would be the most effective ones as well? Yeah, of course. So most simple is keyword targeting which is truly targeting the keywords that customers are typing in and making sure your ad shows up there. They also have product targeting, which means you can target all of your competitors' products with an ad that's gonna show up on the product detail page. With those two, you then have sponsored products, which look just like an organic listing. And then you have sponsored brands, which allow you to write copy, have a creative, multiple products. They're typically the ad that shows up at the top of the page that every consumer sees before they look anything else. And then you have display and DSP. They're ads that are pretty much like what most people are used to. You can target by audiences. You can target only females who are 19, 23 who are interested in dogs. So those are what we consider more top of the phone broader, more disruptive. But those are kind of the three we see the most. Now, the importance and the strategies you can use really depend on the brand. So that flexibility and that knowledge matters the most, I think. Yeah. Uh, and when there are so many types of, you know, campaigns out there, what would be, you know, the most effective strategies uh, for brands to actually, you know, run on, on Amazon? I would say probably the most effective is starting with sponsored product ads. Sponsored product ads use 70% more placement than any of the other ads. This is really easy to understand. When you type in a keyword in Amazon, you're going to see more sponsored product ads than anything else, yeah. which means you can be less competitive, you can win more placements, and you get more exposure. And again, it looks like an organic ad, so customers click on them more. So if I'm starting, I 100% want to look at starting with sponsored products just because they're the most for me. Um, with that, I think something that goes understated at Amazon is organic ranking in the Amazon flywheel. So beautiful thing about bidding on any keywords is the more conversions you drive for that keyword, the better your organic rank is going to be. So not only does your Amazon app just increase your sales, but it also increases your opportunity to get more organic sales. So we always recommend, you know, doing your keyword research and then bidding on those keywords. Yeah. Um, amazing. And, you know, what about reviews? Tell us a little bit about reviews. <laughs> <laughs> reviews play a really big role in anything you're going to be doing with ads because they affect your conversion rate. 
if you have three reviews and your competitor is 300 reviews, you're not going to have as much brand trust as your competitor. So your conversion rate may not be as high. And knowing this, when you're driving more traffic to the listing that's not converting well, that just means you're wasting more money. So we always recommend, you know, starting with a strong foundation, getting reviews and driving more traffic. But on the flip side, you know, the beautiful thing about Amazon ads is they can drive more reviews because you're driving more traffic. So if you're not showing up on page one for your top keywords, customers aren't going to see you. They're not going to go to page two and three. That's like lost. So you need to run ads to get your listing onto page one. And is it right to say that, you know, your basically your company page on, on, on Amazon is, you know, equals to your website? I mean, CRO needs to be conducted there as well, right? A hundred percent. I think when people look at Amazon, they typically see their poor margin. And that's the one thing that stands out. It's like, oh, you know, my website has amazing margin. Amazon has terrible margin. I think the part that people miss out is Amazon has 90 times more traffic than your website's going to get. So it's just economies of scale. You maybe, you know, have less margin, but you're selling more units. So your profit may end up being more, especially if you can get to page one. So your brand presence on Amazon definitely makes a big difference. You need to have that kind of synchronicity across both sites. Yeah. It's a really fundamental difference between the two, right? 100%. And I don't think it's a competition between the two. Amazon's valuable because customers trust it and there's so much traffic. Your website's valuable because every customer who really loves your brand may still end up on your website, especially if you do a great job of winning that person over and really driving loyalty. So you can do both of them. It's not one or the other. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Am I right that there is a trend, you know, in the last, I guess, two years or so of brands that used to be, you know, solely on Amazon and now looking to, you know, build their own brand, build their own acquisition flow and really raise their, obviously, um, you know, how the worth of their, uh, their brand and, and company. Why, why is it happening? <laughs> One, it's, it's scary when your whole business is in the hands of Amazon. We've all seen it, you know, Amazon comes in and decides to launch the same product as you in your own category. Or Amazon decides to decrease shipping limits. And now everyone on Amazon is stuck with a bunch of inventory because they can't ship in any units. Having little control over your brand is a scary thing. So I think that's the main reason why most people are kind of diversifying. And Amazon doesn't give you a lot of customer data, which can be kind of scary. You can't actually see like who your consumer is typically. Um, so I think that's the biggest reason people are diversifying due to risk. But it's also just incredibly beneficial for your customer who is on your and Amazon to see your products on both. And to go into a retail store, like in the long term, it's the best play. That's why, you know, Coke's name is anywhere and everywhere. They didn't choose one platform. They want their customers to see them and really know that they're accessible through any marketplace. You know, I imagine a lot of, you know, e-commerce brand owners nodding when they think about what happened right now with iOS 14 and Facebook. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're dependent there as much as you're independent here, right? A hundred percent. So being able to own that data is so important. And that's, that's probably going to be uphill battle for the next 20 years of everything we do. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you're going to see, you know, a huge shift towards the more kind of a traditional owned 
my, you know, again, controlling my own data through email, uh, being there with my brand through PR and, you know, around that and, and still having those channels, you know, as, you know, the constant flow I have. Um, but I, not, feel, yeah. I feel like we're super blessed. And people tend to forget how we do have. Um, you think about like 30 years ago, a big, a big vendor brand, they were running billboard apps, targeting every single person driving through the store. Or they were, you know, putting a poster in an entryway of a restaurant. Now we have the ability to target by like age, search history. It, it's honestly kind of creepy. But we've been spoiled by this much data, and now that it's starting to be taken away from us, we may have to go back to more traditional marketing, which is more like lift test and you know brand awareness plays. And I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth because I love the data. I love being able to target by keywords, but then part of me is like, it is a little creepy. Let's see how it plays out. So today, if a brand you know is ready to really scale on Amazon, what would be you know the the best tip you can give them uh, to to start doing that? The best tip I can give them, um, man, I would say Amazon advertising is rolling out more opportunities to tell your brand story than ever before. You you and I have talked about this like this whole time. Your brand is what matters. No longer about a product. And Amazon's assets. We have video and search ads, so we can actually run a video ad based off keywords. We can upload lifestyle images to our ads, and allowing us to have a competitive advantage with our brand story. I would that. Okay, great, uh, amazing. Um, Destiny, thank you so much. It was an amazing talk, and I think you know. People today are so much, you know, thinking, rethinking their channels, and it was super important to dive deep into, you know, Amazon and you know the opportunities there. So again, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure. <laughs> thank you for having me. With pleasure, and Todala. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Hoster Pro podcast. If you have any questions for our speakers or would like to learn more about Maple and our network of experts, please visit our website at maple.com, M-A-Y-P-L-E.com. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your community. See you next time.